Andrew Bermudez collects bicycles to the Chicagoland area, sorting damaged and undamaged bikes as a volunteer coordinator at Working Bikes. Along with Bermudez, volunteers Nick Capon and Christopher Miller follow the Working Bikes mission of bringing back to life bicycles that are abandoned or no longer being used. Working Bikes also holds volunteer sessions and teaches people how to repair and work on bicycles, so they can be donated to different charities, shelters, ex-offender reentry, refugee resettlement, and youth empowerment programs. In a talk with Bermudez, Capon and Miller about bicycling in Chicago, issues cyclists face every day, and what could better the lives of Chicago cyclists, I asked about if all neighborhoods have equal access to biking, or if there needs to be more awareness on biking. I also asked if these bikes, the Bike City Rental Bike Share Program, gives working bikes some competition. I was curious to know their thoughts on daily bikes. Are they good for Chicago? Are they accessible to everyone? And how do they compare to working bikes? As Bermuda responded, Anyone can apply to receive a bicycle, a lock, and a helmet for, from us. Um, we ask for um, a letter of recommendation from an employer or a, uh, a social worker or a case manager. Um, and then we ask for a $20 copay if they can, if they can afford to do that. If not, we will we bill the organization that has sent them. We try to provide um, affordable, healthy transportation to the members of our surrounding community and also throughout Chicago. So we definitely think that that is um, something that's valuable, and we try to do our part in that. I don't think so. I don't think there's competition between us and Divi. Um, Divi actually sends us, um, we have a, a, a relationship with them. They send us their old, um, they send us saddles, um, pedals, and old cables, such as uh, mainly brake cables, um, that we can put onto the bicycles that we repair. So we, we, um, we're friends with them, and I don't, I don't feel... We encourage people, however people choose to bike, we encourage it. It may appear that Davey located his bike station somewhat randomly. According to Davey's website, many factors are taken into consideration when deciding where to hmm. place Davey stations. These include ranging from population density and business permits to solar power access consideration and other stations in the surrounding network. Thank you for riding the CTA Red Line. 75% of Davey riders use the public bike sharing program to get to or from public transportation. In early 2013, they started to create a core of stations from downtown Chicago out to its surrounding neighborhoods. Then, once the initial neighborhood was built, they decided where to place stations based on demand. That means some low-income neighborhoods haven't been tackled due to lack of awareness on cycling, as a transportation alternative, or lack of information available on bike trails and bike paths. Many people from low-income neighborhoods may have access to a DV bike station, but at a cost of distance. Bike lanes should be created in low-income neighborhoods. That should be the priority. That should be the first place they go, because it's so expensive to buy a car. So a, biking, a bike is a more accessible form of transportation than an automobile. And so absolutely bike lanes should, there should be bike lane infrastructure um, in all of the low-income neighborhoods. People can request a DV station in their neighborhood by going to the DV website. Then there's also the question of whether neighborhoods have adequate bike lanes, in which Miller said, I would like to see like, roads and bike lanes and public transit be sort of a a resource that's not distributed based on property taxes or 
the the wealth of the neighborhood. Bike access is the only factor that people should be aware of. Potential bikers need to know about bike maintenance, investments in equipment, infrastructure, rules of the road, and bicycling activities around Chicago. Many bicyclists face issues while commuting to work, school, or when exercising, but it all depends on what part of the city you decide to bike in. Certain may have adapted to high bicycling activity. Drivers, pedestrians, and other cyclists are well aware of their surroundings in those neighborhoods. When neighborhood residents are not aware of biking, that can create dangerous situations. Miller recalls experiencing anger from motorists and potentially being cut off. Capon has been doored and nearly doored frequently commuting to work in Lincoln Square. Um, I would like to see more protected bike lanes throughout the city. I think, you know, I think, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Because I still think that that is one of the biggest things that stops people from deciding to get on a bike um, to bike in Chicago. I would love to see bike paths uh, either along train tracks or repurposed train tracks, sort of like how the 606 is. Um, but the, since the 606 is a walking path and a bike path, it, it's not... I think as suited for transit, um, but I think repurposing old train tracks that aren't being used into dedicated bike paths would be like, like little bicycle highways. And I, I would really love to be able to have that to get around. One thing that's easy to do that uh, I heard about on the internet is called the Dutch Reach. And it's just where, uh, I guess in, in the Netherlands, people, their habit is to reach over with their right arm to open the door. Um, because that forces you to look over your shoulder, um, and that way you are less likely to door cyclists. I, I think that's just something I'd like people to hear about, just because it's so easy to do, and if you change your habit, then you're not going to door anybody. It would be a great habit to catch on in Chicago, possibly preventing many cyclists from being doored. Chicago could also learn about bike trips from Amsterdam. When Capon traveled there, he noticed while cycling in three major metropolitan areas for a total of 30 miles that he did not have to leave a single bike lane or trail. He didn't have to worry about traffic while cycling 50 feet next to a highway. The Chicago suburbs can be even tougher for bikers. Capon often encounters issues while biking from the northwest side of Chicago to the suburbs. If there were better infrastructure, we wouldn't have so many issues with, you know, hey, I have to take a lane because there isn't a bike lane for me. So that results in a lot of conflict just because you're kind of implementing cycling as something that wasn't always done in the city on an existing road system that wasn't designed with it in mind. And while we've come a long way in developing infrastructure in Chicago, I think that there's still a lot to be done and it's very much a patchwork. The issue I've noticed, because I bike to the suburbs um, from the northwest side of the city to Des Plaines, and there's kind of this band of area around first, just kind of in the outskirts of the city of the first ring suburbs where there aren't a lot of bike lanes and where drivers are going faster just because it's, it's more open. Uh, the roads are more wide open and that's where I tend to have the most near misses and it makes it almost that you can't get out of the city on a bicycle. So I would like to see them focus a little more on that as well. Um, certainly if you want to ride your bike outside of the city it can be really daunting to find a good way to do it no matter where you're exiting the city from and what direction is what I've noticed. So I'd like to see that. There are various nonprofits located around Chicago that try to help support a more economic and eco-friendly way to commute from working class people. For example, the Active Transportation Alliance has been helping the fight for better bicycling in Chicago. Active Transportation Alliance, also known as ATA, started the campaign Bike Ways for All to propose 180 miles of low-stress biking routes that prioritize in three categories, protected bike lanes, neighborhood greenways, and urban trails. 
So uh, Bike Ways for All is a campaign that Active Trans launched in the fall of 2015. And the goal is really to talk about um, our vision for the future of biking in the city of Chicago with a real focus on um, bike infrastructure and bike routes. Um, so we believe that everyone in the city, no matter where they live, should be able to safely use a bicycle to get from any origin to any destination. And that means providing folks with the best, um, highest quality bike routes that we can. And um, over, you know, over the last few years, Chicago has seen uh, a lot of new protected bike lanes, um, urban trails like the 606, and um, things like neighborhood greenways, which are like quiet side streets that um, are kind of optimized for walking and biking. And so we've seen that these things work um, in different parts of the city. And what Bikeways for All is attempting to do is to, to put forward um, a vision for how can we create a connected network of all these high quality, what we call low stress bike facilities that work for all ages and abilities and serve all communities equally. So, um, so Bike Waste for All is, is uh, our campaign and a report to help us kind of communicate that message um, and mobilize residents around the city around specific projects to um, help achieve that vision. The different types of low-stress routes, protected lanes, neighborhood greenways, and urban shows all have a different purpose and work in different parts of the city. Protected lanes are on main commercial streets. Neighborhood greenways are in residential areas, and urban shows are like highways for cyclists. At times, cyclists around Chicago take a break during the winter or harsh weather conditions. Southside cyclist Monica Pisano commutes to work by car since an accident in the fall of 2016. Her parents fear that her next accident could be her last bike ride. Pisano started cycling at the age of seven. Initially, it was an outlet for adrenaline. Well, I started venturing off on a bike once I was in college because I was broke as hell. And although I had the U-Pass, I mean, I was on a time budget all the time. Um, and the bicycle was the perfect vehicle to get me from place to place. Pisano attended Columbia College in downtown, and her car would be pointless in the loop since parking is so difficult and expensive. So it was more of a matter of, like, efficiency and definitely because of my economic status as, um, as a college student. Pisano's accident was on the 47 and Hostage Streets at around 3 a.m. She had taken the L train halfway home from downtown to the 47th for a line stop. Rather than taking a bus, she would bike the rest of the way. But that night, cycling west on 47th at the intersection with Hostage, her light turned green and the opposite turned red. A guy tried to beat the red light he picked up velocity and hit Pisano in the middle of the intersection. There were no witnesses. There was no lights in the intersection, or cameras, I should say. Um, so it was a hit and run. They called anonymously, and I guess uh, I was, I, maybe I was conscious, because uh, later on I found blood on my pants, like on my lap and the policeman at the hospital, because that's where I regained consciousness, was closer to the hospital, um, told me that they found me on, sitting on the curb. I don't remember any of that, though. 
At the time, Pisano was riding a road bike. The only description she can remember of the vehicle was that of a small sports car. After the accident, she tried to salvage what was left of her bike. My bike got all of the damage. Like, I went to retrieve my bike from the police station, and this is when I realized, damn, this could have been bad. But only retrieved her handlebar and her chain. Her physical injuries were only of a broken nose and a missing tooth. Pisano was lucky to survive, but accidents like this may still occur until more bike lanes that offer better protections are installed. There's a bike lane on Halstead going like north-south on Halstead, but there is no bike lane on 47th. There's actually not a lot of bike lanes on the south side east-west. There's Archer that's east-west, but it also goes north-south because it's diagonal. And then there's Halstead that has a bike lane and Damon that has a bike lane, but Damon cuts off, so that's pointless. From back of the yards to McKinley Park, there's absolutely no median. Another bicyclist is Little Village resident Isidro de la Paz. De la Paz is retired and he loves cycling, using his bike three times a week for 30 minutes at least. He rides his bicycle to exercise and to stay active, but he says it is too risky to ride in his neighborhood. No, por la bicicleta, muchas las veces la usa uno para para hacer ejercicio y estar activo. No más que pues son muy peligrosos, pues para si se mete uno en la calle y, y no hay los servicios de la raya que sean especialmente no más para la para la bicicleta. Y si se ya si se mete uno en la a la banqueta, pues también va arriesgando uno que la policía le, le dé tique a uno, pero también si se mete uno a la calle, va uno peligrando que lo maten también los carros. <ríe> y así es la, el camino sobre la bicicleta. De La Paz used to ride on the sidewalk to be farther from cars, but now officers can give tickets to people 12 and older cycling on sidewalks. De La Paz has been stopped by police for riding on the sidewalk during harsh weather. Este condado, este barrio, no lo están protegiendo a uno, nomás tienen sus, sus áreas donde apoyan a la gente y aquí no. Eso es cierto. De La Paz complains about the lack of bike infrastructure in his neighborhood and says it is unfair that cyclists do not get the same treatment as motorists and drivers with safe and equally installed bike lanes. Many cyclists believe that the south side is being discriminated against as they have little to no bike infrastructure compared to the north side residents. Pisano also speaks about bike equity and how Chicago has a lot of industrial areas which cut off many bike lanes and working class neighborhoods like Little Village and Back of the Yards. According to the Active Transportation Alliance campaign, Bikeways for All, 29% of Southside Chicagoans have access to a bikeway between a half a mile and a mile away. Westside Chicagoans have a 26% chance of this, while Northsiders have a low 18%.
This might make it sound like a South and West Side resident have more bike land access, but the data is deceptive because of low population densities and land use patterns, including heavy industry on the South and West Sides. There might be a bike lane throughout the industrial area on the south side, but because of the industry, there might be no direct route to bike lanes from nearby residences. Bike lanes in industrial areas aren't safe if the road is traversed by heavy trucks, while some other fastest routes have too much car traffic for bikes to use, and bike lanes throughout industrial areas likely don't lead toward downtown or other places locals are headed. While biking infrastructure still needs a lot of improvement, Chicagoans are working on raising awareness on bicycling, educating people, and fighting for better conditions. In addition to active transportation lines work, Walk by Co is a nonprofit planning group that manages the City Fund Education and Encouragement Program, the City of Chicago's Bicycling and Safe Route Ambassadors. These ambassadors work with school children, motorists, and bicyclists, promoting safe use of active modes of transportation and potentially reducing and eliminating traffic fatalities and serious injuries. Teams of ambassadors do demonstrations and have conversations in public areas like community events, schools, and summer camps. And this summer, they have plans to target Little Village residents and other Southside neighborhoods. Since the year 2000, the rates of bicycling have tripled in Chicago. According to the ATA, a few years ago, the ATA produced a report showing an average of 125 bike trips every day. Taking in consideration that the numbers are a little higher during the summer months versus the winter, when only about 40% of summer cyclists are still riding. Furthermore, the ATA has definitely noticed the people of Chicago are more likely to use a bike lane when low-stress bike lanes are installed. Ultimately, Mayor Pisano concurred that if all Chicagoans feel safe while traveling on their bikes, have proper information about their rights and responsibilities as a cyclist, and trust the roads and bike lanes, then they will most likely use a bicycle as a mode of transportation. I personally think that cycling should be a synonym for freedom, but there is no freedom when you are risking your life.